Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. WWE Hall of Famer from the Legion of Doom, Road War Animal. And I'm Big Mike, Michael Elgin, representing Impact Wrestling. And we're here so you can listen to Long Island's number one pro wrestling podcast. Monty and the Pharaoh. Oh, what a rush. I'm having one fun with Monty and the Pharaoh. And I'm going to put him in a cross face. You're going to go down right now. Yeah.
All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty Nefaro, seen only here out of Indie Music TV, live from Ronkonkoma, Long Island. Ooh. At the board, Matty Ice. Matty, how are you, buddy? Doing good, as always. How are you? Oh, bro, I got to give you super props, man. Friday, Saturday, home runs. Your production work was top-notch. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Bro, I think you're going to get the call. I think you're going to get the call up to the big leagues. You're going to leave uh, Long Island's number one pro what? wrestler and broadcast. I would never leave That would guys. be so Dude, would that be tough that on you? Mean. Like, would be really tough. That would be mean. That would be a sad yeah. day here. I would try to make it work. <laughs> like do both shows? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe maybe we all go up somewhere together. I think that may be coming soon. Yeah. And maybe that's all due to the guy on the right, right? The star of the show, what? Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Jimmy, my friend, how are you? What I do? What I do? I'm, I'm My wife hates that when I uh, do the. Uh, wow. How are you? Uh, why? I like the over. The way you say it. Yeah. Oh, pretty much. Okay. Okay. So how are you coming down from cloud nine after having Mister Bob Backlund in studio? That was my favorite moment we've ever done. That's that's how I feel about that. That was that was the best interview I think we've ever given, and that was the best experience I've had doing the show with Were you. Were you rubbing your nipples like no. when you're watching a video a, from it home? It wasn't a sexually stimulating <laughs> experience, but it was cerebrally everything that I've always felt about pro wrestling. He confirmed who he is as a person. He really is Bob Backlund. He's the guy we grew up watching. He is the All-American boy. What a, what a... How awesome it was to not be let down by somebody that we looked so up to before we got to meet them. Mm. Bob Backlund was uh, 12 out of 10 on, on, a, on an experience level for me. I, I don't think it could be explained any better, my friend. It was any amazing. Better. Then he stood on his head. And by the way... And you still haven't done it. You said you were going to do nah, what he did. I'm, I'm not ready for You're it, You're not bro. standing on I'm your head. I'm not ready bro. for it. Okay. All right. Well, I don't blame you. But um, I would personally say that was one of the finest. It, look, we've had tons of interviews, right? Really tons of some of the, tons of great shows. Forget about the interviews, just mm-hmm. everything. But that one, that mm-hmm. one was super duper special. Right, right. And not one curse. The, right, not the one. reduced version that I sent to you today for the cable you know, show. And by the way, if anyone doesn't know, we're on cable television here in New York. We'll get to that in a minute, but go ahead. Yeah, sure, but not one. And I, I turned to, the, to our partner in crime, Bart, at the studio. As yeah. I got ready to roll the footage, I said, there will not be one horn. We could almost literally grab the popcorn and sit back with this edit. Yeah. Because he's so interesting. Uh-huh. He doesn't curse. Right. We, we flowed with Bob... It was very... Not that we cursed that much, anyway. No, but, you know... But big difference between the Sandman, who you were bleeping out through a nonstop interview. Sandman Sandman. Right? And then Bob Backlund. Right. Great either way. Well, we've got a special guest tonight. Uh, Mm. Came into us a little late, which uh, was very exciting to grab onto this. Yeah. Mr. Brett, make sure I'm saying it right, Brett Azar. 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 Yeah. Who's the star... That makes sense. He's a czar yeah. with a star. Yeah, yeah. Who's the star of America's most watched program, The Young Rock. The he plays good. Bob Backlund's <laughs> main enemy, ah. the Iron Sheik. Right. But before we get to that, my friend, um, I want to thank the band that sings the song for the Monty and the Farrow show, Wisteria yeah. Hall. 
Well, by the way, I'm just setting up my computer here. I do apologize. I can't do two things Where'd at once because oh, I'm, I'm getting old. Yeah, well, um, getting our old Jimmy Farrell <laughs> with his partner Bart Griggs make up Wisteria Hall. They sing up, sing such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind, Here Comes the Rain. You can find their music on Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. If you didn't know it, this is the Monty and the Farrell Show, Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. You can catch us on YouTube, the Monty and the Farrell page. Facebook Live, Monty and the Farrell page, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, Twitch TV, the Monty and the Farrell page, Channel 115 every Tuesday from 7 p.m. to 7.30 in the reduced version with uh, Mr. Azar. Azar. We'll be coming up with in the next week or so. For early risers, yes, sir. Yes, sir. May have another. May have another cable. Every cable version. Every every Saturday from six a.m. to six thirty for the early risers and channel twenty from two a.m. to two thirty. That's like right after this show for these late night partiers. Right after picking up checkers at the drive-through, which is what the Pharaoh does. Dude, do you do eat checkers a lot? I live for Thursday nights after the show because I always come in. What do you get from checkers? I need I need to understand. (laughs) Like, what does the Pharaoh eat from checkers? Uh, Well. I, my diet is very similar to Jim Cornette's, as you probably know already. Jim Cornette lives on Wendy's, mm. so he's into the fast food, you know, and unfortunately, so am I. Uh, usually, I get the big box of chicken nuggets. Right. They're like these round things, and they're, and they're really good, and half the time, you ask for sauce, and they forget to give it to you, and you go home, and you're pissed because they taste really dry without them, and then they have the spicy fries. So I get the spicy fries. I love the spicy. I've already had two feet of my stomach taken out, but I love them spicy fries because I'm determined to have two more feet taken out. Take it out. So just and, for checkers, right? And and the chicken spicy too, by the way. So it's like these spicy chicken chicken balls, and you got these. So how do you go from Friday night? Right, we had uh, the Patriot in studio. Yeah. Uh, with um, Buff Bagwell. Yeah. Along with Kevin Sullivan and uh, Andrew, Andrew Anderson, yeah. mm-hmm. who actually took over the show for right. their interview with Metal Maniac. You could catch that on our... I'm still on that. Right? Thank God. Yeah, but on. then we went to dinner Yeah, with a spread of some you know, pri- you know prime rib. Hey, wait a minute. I ate like I had six assholes that night. Absolutely. And I never do that. But how do you go from that to checkers? Uh, well, you see, when we went to the restaurant... We were fortunate enough that I didn't have to reach into the mothball that's in my pocket. <laughs> so, you know, mothball. I, very grateful that I didn't have to. And, and I got a chance to eat real food, which was very exciting for the pharaoh. For right. a guy named the pharaoh, I don't get to eat like a pharaoh, you know. So on, on, on Friday night I, or Thursday night, I go to checkers because, you know, I got $8.67. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think I get a big, I also get a burger with that. Too. You should double up the burger. Yeah, I should. But that would probably be $9.42. Wow. You know. Anyway. You know. I'm careful. Let's what? We'll be right back. I I don't know what to say after that. We'll be right back after this commercial break with our special guest, Mr. Brett Azar, star of NBC's The Young Rock. We'll be right back. Yeah, we'll be right back. In the meantime, I'm saving up for another big bite. Nice. Jimmy, I got to take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster. Well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental, Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. Hmm. Sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, 
autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at one 479 9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J, Video Games and Collectibles. You want to star in your own success? Call QuickCast, www.quickcast.com, 866-7-CAST-NOW. That's 866-7-CAST-NOW, QuickCast. Star in your own success. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV in Long Island, New York. And, uh... I want to take this moment to welcome star of the Young Rock, Brett Azar. Brett, how are you, my friend? Yes, Baba. Federal <laughs> number one, monkey number one. Thank you. Very intelligent American. Yes, Baba. <laughs> I'm oh loving God. it. I'm... That's perfect. <laughs> it is perfect, isn't it? Cheeky baby, is that you? <laughs> Brett, before we get yes, in. Cheeky baby, number one. Cheeky. <laughs> NBC, Young Rock, number one. You watch Tuesday, 8 p.m. You don't, you jabroni. I'll break your back. I'll put you in camouflage. I'll make you humble. Better tune in now. Brett, you're part of America's most watched show on NBC. How does that make you feel right now? Cloud nine. Just cloud nine, 100%. And the fact that the Sheik can watch it, and he's still alive, and I'm able to do him. I'm able to respect the legend. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's an honor beyond honors. Well, it's an honor to have you on this show. Really quick question: Now that you're becoming a big star, or maybe our big star at this point, what are you doing living in New Jersey, bro? You should be in California right what? now. Oh my god! <laughs> it, it's 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 either you're close to New York or you're close to LA. And uh, right now, the, the love of my life and I are moving into a new home in New Jersey. So I think I'm going to be stuck here a little while. Jersey's nice. I lived there when I was a young pharaoh. You'll love it. Jersey's fine. How are you and the uh, better half holding up with the whole COVID thing? How's the last year been for you? We, uh, we did well. The, the part that sucked was when, we, when I was filming. I was in Australia for three months. So, and that was during lockdown. So she got quarantined in New Jersey, and I got to go experience Australia. Mm. That was rough for her. But uh, we survived that, thankfully. How long were you in Australia for? About three months. Okay. Uh, beginning of September to end of November. So, Brett, take us to the beginning. Uh-huh. How how do you land the role for the Iron Sheik? How did that happen? Luck. Okay. Um, it was during <laughs> quarantine. Well, I, um, I, I've, I've been acting for a few years. Uh, I've been at it about 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And my biggest break before this was being Arnold Schwarzenegger's naked body in Terminator Genesis, where I was his younger self and they plopped his head on my body and then old Arnold and young Arnold fought each other and that was me fighting Arnold the whole time nice and then uh, so that opened a lot of doors just being 
Arnold guy. Um, and from there, I did some co-star, guest star roles on Blacklist. On uh, I did some awesome commercials with Ryan Reynolds. Um, but then this, so we're in the middle of lockdown, COVID lockdown. The world shut down in America, basically. So I didn't think I was going to get any work. Um, and randomly, <clears throat> in July, I'd never shaved my head before. And I told my fiance, I was like, I think I'm going to shave my head. I did it. And she looked at me. She goes, yeah, we're not keeping that one. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, I'll grow it back. It wasn't, it wasn't a look for me. And then three days later, I got the call to audition for Young Rock as Cheeky. And I had a five o'clock shadow at the time. And they were like, you know, the Iron Sheik, you need a mustache. I was like, give me two months. I'm good. And they were like, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, the the fact that I randomly shaved my head three days before auditioning for this role just told me it was meant to be. Hey, how and did then, the uh, how did the wife feel when she found out that the look was going to stay for a little while? She was she was more <laughs> concerned about the mustache. Oh, oh, oh. Um, okay. She, she was like, "Yeah, that's you are going to shave that right once you're done." I was like, mm -hmm, "Season two, babe." How quickly after the audition did you get the news that you got the role? Do you find out right away, or or what was the story? No, they uh, so so they they we did the initial audition and it was a video submission and I knew it was the Iron Sheik, so I I tried really quick. They wanted it in a, in a day or two, so I really quick to do the accent to talk like him. Um, and I just basically just did like a, a promo that the Sheik does, just a, a, I improv the promo, and then they were like, okay. And then they sent me a script to follow, and it, it continued. There was probably like two or three auditions before they were like, you're the guy. Okay. And as soon as I got that, they had me work directly with a voiceover coach. Um, but eventually, I ended up getting in touch with the sheep himself and told him what was going on. I talked to his family and his managers. And so when I had lines to... to in the show, I was like, hey, Sheik, how would you say this? And you would do it, I would repeat it, and I'm doing okay on the show, apparently. Sheik's personality is is quite legendary, as you uh, I'm sure are well aware of at this point. How receptive was he to you? Is he is he anything like the wild reputation he has? Were you, were you nervous about contacting him? He, in when he is not in gimmick, he's at home with his family. He is the sweetest, hmm. mellowed out guy you'll ever meet. Really? The guy okay. who will, he'll make you smile no matter what. Um, he is just a genuine, nice, nice man who loves his family and, and just loves the appreciation that everyone gives him. Um, he is humble, very humble by his family. But the Brett. gimmick, as an actor, knowing, like, seeing, I hated the Sheik when I grew up, when I was growing up. <laughs> so, it was, I was all about Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. Okay. I hated the So when I got this, I was like, oh, man, like, that's okay. But as I did the character research, he's such a good person. And the fact that he was able to act. 
right. as Sheik, full-time, as an actor. You appreciate that. He, he never broke character. And he got an entire world to hate him, minus Iran, who loved him. Um, that's skill, man. That's you Respect the legend, Chaplin. Yes, Papa. Absolutely. You know, Brett, you know, um, the show's taking off. Uh, are you concerned, and it's early in the game, I understand, but are you concerned that you may be pigeonholed, uh, held in your acting career, being that you're so great That's at this role? I'm, I'm not worried about that. Um, it, this role, whenever someone asked me what my ideal acting role was, I never considered myself uh, a lead heartthrob kind of guy. I saw it more as like a Batista in the acting world, but I, I would always say I want to be the most badass bad guy or the best comic relief sidekick. And the Sheik is all that wrapped in one. So if I can play with that for the rest of my life, so be it. It's an amazing honor to play that character, to be him. And uh, if, if Young Rock has a storyline for the Sheik to go for years, I'm all in. It has to be an advantage for you because you actually are a legitimate wrestling fan from back in the day. So that had to help you at least ease into this role, I'm assuming. I was, I, it got me excited. Very excited. <laughs> <laughs> What is your greatest re- wrestling memory to date, Brett? Professionally or myself? Professional wrestling. Being that you grew up well, enjoying I the mean, sport. Yeah, as a fan, what are the what is what are your fondest memories? Oh, jeez. When <laughs> Well, you got Hogan, Man, you got so Warrior. Like they they all, certainly... that, all that ninety. All that 90s, like, the NWO. Okay. And the Divas when they were, like, when it was, like, Trish Stratton. <laughs> you know, with the, uh, the, bra- the thong bra- matches. and the, Bra and the, panty the, matches. You oh like those? Oh, my God. When, it was, when the WWE was more R-rated. Right. And they were actually, they were actually allowed to swear in the ring. And, right. Um, those storylines were awesome, man. And, uh... You know, I was a I was a fan of The Rock. Um, honestly, when when I remember there was a was it a Royal Rumble, and he came in, and Triple H was like, "Oh shit!" Hmm. Um, yeah, it's just that that era, that '90s era, was my prime time in, in the wrestling world. And then, all right, so there. Uh, the Guerreros, Eddie Guerrero, Chavo Guerrero. Mm, sure. I hated Chavo, <laughs> and I loved Eddie. <laughs> wow. And when we got to Australia and did our two-week quarantine, the first day we went right to Wrestling 101, and Chavo Guerrero was our coach. Really? And I walked up to him and I went, man, I hated you so much. And he just looked at me and went, thank you. Right. That means I did it right. Right. And, and I was just like, you're good to t-, and he taught us. For the the entire show, he was our wrestling coach. Uh, all the actors they brought in to play the wrestlers, we didn't have stuntmen. We did all our own wrestling as, as much as we wanted to do 
Chavo was like, if it, if he can do it safely, let him do it. And so he, he it was anything goes. And, and uh, it was such an honor to actually be able to do that. It, it, it made the character feel complete. Uh, the fact that I got to be the Sheik on camera and actually do the wrestling. I was so... Uh, I was I was even watching matches matches over and over again. That Bob ba- and speak, you had Bob Backlund on. Yes, Mr. we did, Bob sir. Six time champion, Mister Bob Backlund. See <laughs> you, Madison Square Garden, number one arena in the world. Madison Square Garden. I will beat you, but you respect me. You respect my talent. Hey, you champion, Iranian Olympic champion. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, I I would die to meet. Bob Backlund. Mm. That there's a match that might be my favorite. That might be my favorite match. Now with the with the Sheik. I was uh, in a state of shock when it. Involved. I was in a state of shock when it happened. I I couldn't believe that the Iron Sheik had just defeated Bob Backlund. Uh, I remember being very pissed off. <laughs> that's what, that's what I remember. No disrespect, Sheik. No no disrespect, Sheiky. <laughs> <laughs> How easy no, was I it? Mean, how easy was it for the training? Like you know, being an actor is one thing, but learning how to take bumps and stuff. How easy was that for you? Was it difficult? Okay. So I'm a I'm a pretty muscular guy. I and see that in the in the weight room. <laughs> a little I'm bit, a, a little bit. I I'll, see I'll, that. Bench, I'll bench over four hundred. I'll squat over four hundred. Man, so we get in the ring day one, and Chavo has us running back and forth, bouncing off the ropes. If you hit those ropes wrong, you're walking around with a bruise across your back. Really? The entire week. Just something so simple that you think nothing of. You're like, damn, there's actually skill in just bouncing off a rope. And then day one, he was like, all right, we're going to learn to take a bump, learn to fall. And he started out with doing somersault. So everyone lined up, and we just do a somersault and get back in line. I come up, I do my somersault, I stand up, I black out, I fall down. Out. And he was like, all right, go again. <laughs> do a somersault, I stand up, whack, pops out. So then this whole joke became, yeah, Sheiky can bench 500 pounds, but he can't do a somersault. Oh, man. <laughs> and, uh, so, I mean, eventually my brain got used to it. Just Okay. When's the last time you did a somersault? Like third grade, right? Right. Yeah, and, probably. Uh, probably. So that, that was, <laughs> yeah. But then everything else was just, after after the somersault fiasco, everything was butter. It was a, it was a blast. Um, Chavo had us, you know, jumping off the top rope, getting thrown out over the top rope. Um, it, it was it, all the submission holds, all the. You you deploy. Was that taught on day one? By the way, the camel clutch, or did they work you work you up to that one? Because I figured that'd be the first thing. Okay, first things first, camel clutch. <laughs> We, uh, <laughs> I think Camel Clutch was day two. Okay, okay, it's close enough. That's, that's close enough. Yeah. Okay. How, how does it start with acting for you? Were you, like, you know, thinking about becoming an actor at an early age? I mean, where does it all begin with the acting in yeah. general? Um, it began uh, in elementary school. I was doing, like, the after-school plays. Okay. Um, but I was always an athlete. In, in high school, I was captain of the football team, captain of the baseball team. And I always wanted to be in theater, but I never had the time. And uh, in high school, 
I was actually in the competitive course because I could sing. <laughs> and all nice. my friends, yeah, all my friends in the chorus were actually my closer friends, and they were also the theater people. So I always wanted to be in that theater world. Um, so when I got to college, I didn't pursue athletics in college, and I, I, I did the gym rat thing, but then I start, jumped right into theater at University of Rhode Island. And I um, did one of their main play at the time and um, fell in love with it, fell in love with the stage. But then in the gym, uh, the supervisor of the college gym, was a, he was like, you ever consider bodybuilding? I was like, you mean like Arnold? Yeah, sure. But I did a bodybuilding in high school, I mean in college. And uh, did that all the way until I was 23, 24. And then uh, at the time I was, I was living with an ex-girlfriend in Rhode Island. And she had an interview with a modeling agent modeling and acting agent. This was 10 years ago. And uh, I went with her, I sat on the couch, and the agent was like, who are you? I was like, I'm just a boyfriend. And he goes, sign this. And he signed me to his modeling agency that day. Huh. And I told him, I was like, I'm not a model. I'm not doing the model thing. I don't, it's not my gig. I got a full-time job. I'm, I got, I'm running my own personal training business back for now. And he's like, well, we have an acting division. I was like, well, Okay that I'm interested in. And he's like, I'll see what I can do for you. The next day, he booked me on a commercial for ESPN. Nice. And I was like, oh, all right. Nice. And then we were driving home after filming that, and he called me again. He's like, I got another audition for you. I was like, hmm, this is time-consuming. I got a full-time job. He was like, well, what do you want to do with your life? I was like, I want to be an actor. He goes, I'm giving you a shot. So I closed my business, set my clients up with other... Uh, trainers that I knew and I moved to New, to New Jersey two weeks later and my girlfriend dumped me because we were <laughs> yeah. living together for two and a well, half years well um, whoops on her part to whoops. and I just became uh, yep hey. um, but it nice. worked out nice nice what what major if I can ask as you you know Obviously, okay. So now we're gonna we're gonna do the acting thing. Were there any influences on you uh, as far as actors go? Did you look up to certain actors or, or say to yourself, "I'd like to pattern myself after this one"? Or the, or you know, you know where I'm getting at. Who were your peers? It was it was Arnold, hundred percent Arnold. Okay. Um, my my family my family went through some really bad stuff when I was young, mm. and my father went to jail for life, oh. and. Uh, I grew up without a father figure, and my grandfather, he worked, he was a uh, traveling salesman, so he was he was only around on weekends, but he had a collection of Arnold movies. So when I was younger, I would always watch Arnold, and I'd start, I started the Arnold act then, way back when I was a kid, six years old, seven years old. Yeah, I get to the chopper, come on, do it now, I'm here, here, I'm here. And... So I always, I always told myself I was going to grow up and be a hero. And my dad was a, my my father was a bad guy, and I knew that I wanted to be a good guy. So it was that drive to be the Arnold superhero with the body and everything from day one. Um, so it was just it kind of manifested itself that I got the role to be Arnold later in life. Like literally. Well, you did it. Good job. Yeah, it was special. 
How much uh, studying did you do as far as uh, Sheik goes? Like, you know, I know you were looking at the... Eventually, you did get to videotapes and stuff, but, like, you get the role. I mean, are you immediately hitting the YouTube highlights? I mean, you know? I mean, is that the yeah. deal? Or? It, was, it, was the, it was the YouTube promos. It was the okay. documentary um, that the Magan Brothers did, The Sheik, mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime at the time. Mm-hmm. I watched that every day and i was training my ass off so i did an hour cardio every day and that's what i watched during my cardio and i would you would hear me i kept my my bike my exercise bike in the basement you could hear me on the second floor of the house screaming repeating everything that the sheik would say and exactly how he would say it um but even with that you know they, they follow his family so i i would watch the interviews with with carol and his daughter nicole every day and now they call me, and they're like, we love what you're doing. And so to have that come full circle to be like, I was like studying you guys as my character, and now you guys are like taking me in as a family member. This is more than I could dream of. Um, to know that they're proud, and to know that probably like I had a history with them just because I would watch them every day. Um, how how about cool. developing a... I'm sorry. How about developing a newfound appreciation for the for the bad guys? You were clearly a good guy, Rooter, as a fan growing up, and now you're playing the bad guy. Your eyes open a little right. bit to the role of the heel in professional wrestling. Again, it's it's as an actor, I have so much respect for these guys because if if you can get a fan to hate you, mm. that's that's talent. Oh yeah, that's acting skill. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, there's, there's, I have so much respect. And not only that is, they say wrestling's fake. Yeah, the plot lines are, are the plot lines. It's just like a movie. But the physicality of it uh-huh. is not fake. Mm. I mean, they go out there and they murder their body. You don't really have to do that in the acting world. They they have a full, they have a full-time feel there. And uh, I have nothing but respect for all of them. Were you relieved when filming was done so you could give your body a break? <laughs> nope. No. Nope. A, a roll like that, you just want to keep going. Yeah, I never okay. wanted to stop. Boy, Bob Backlund would love you when you meet him. Without He's going to love doubt. that work ethic. I'm All right. Telling you. Well, Brett, we're going to take your, your knowledge and we're going to put it to the test. At Monty and Afaro, uh, we have a game show just made for you. It's called Who's the Hump Now? <laughs> Oh, my dear So Lord. right after this commercial break, we're going to take your studying, and we're going to ask you a few questions about the Sheik, and we'll see if you get them right, okay? <laughs> yes, Baba. There, oh, there we You're go. You're number one. All right. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Who's the hump now? See you in a second. That's right, folks. Canine Corral. For all your dog daycare and overnight care, call 631-549-1544. That's 631-549-1544. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine... New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. Jeff Quest, graphics design, custom vinyl lettering, 
and all your art and video needs. 516-317-8204. That's for Jeff Quest Graphic Design. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh, only seen here out of Indie Music TV in Long Island, New York. Welcoming our special guest, star of the Young Rock, Mr. Brett Azar. Brett, are you ready to play Who's the Hump Now? (laughs) Yes, Baba, from the A to the Z. Let's go, Baba. Okay, here's the deal, though. You look like Jabron. You can only answer these questions in the Iron Sheik's voice. If you fail to do so, you will be penalized. Wow, this is rough. The star of the show, Jimmy Farrell, will be asking you these oh questions. God. Are you ready? Yes, mama. Oh, my God. Yes, sir. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm, Sheiky baby, I, poly- I apologize in advance. Uh, question number one. Um, born in what city and country was the Iron Sheik? Number one. Let's check and see if that's a that's a that's wow, a good, wow, that's a winner. Wow. Congratulations, good job so far. Hang in there, Brent. Hey, baby. Okay, here we go. On to number two. What did the Iron Sheik win when he got the Olympic medal the year that he won it? Give us the year that the Iron Sheik won his Olympic medal. Uh oh. Is that correct, 1976? Oh, man. All right. All right. You're one out of two. Hang in there, Sheiky baby. Number three. You make me look like you're burning. No, 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 no. Sheik, I, I, under, I understand that sometimes your, your meds are a little off. Uh, and so the answer is 1971. We don't hold it against you. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> On to question number three. What is the Iron Sheik's real name? Coach from Siri, Baba. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Well, let's check. Is, Matt, is he correct Matt. on that? <laughs> all right. Question number four. He pronounced it. I can't the even. Pronounce. The real legend. I can't Come even, I can't even pronounce that. And by, by the way, Brett, Maria Davis says, you've got a banging body, Sheiky baby. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sheiky baby. Number one. <laughs> All right, on to question number four, Sheiky baby. Number four. Who did the Iron Sheik defeat for the WWE title? Mr. Bob Beckman. Six-time champion, Mr. Bob Beckland at Madison Square Garden. Is that yes, correct? That's a correct answer. Well done, Sheiky. Well done. He's just Question number five. How many girls can the Iron Sheik make humbled in a day? What? <laughs> what kind of question is this? I, how many girls? Only one girl, Baba. Only one? Baba Carol. Only woman for Iron Sheik. Ah. Is that a correct answer? <laughs> oh, that's, 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 Wait that's a minute. Like it's a correct How answer. How can that be incorrect? I'm going to protest on Sheik's behalf. You're going to protest yeah, on Sheik's behalf? Yeah, I'm protesting on that. All right, hold on. We're going to go to the board. Can we protest on Sheiky's half? Matt, don't you, don't you hit me with the gong. He's no. going to gong me. The rules, <laughs> the rules? 
What? The rules are the I'll rules. I'll beat you a nah. club. <laughs> Listen, I think that there should be a stipulation to protest. That was his answer. I'm like, sorry, Shiki, you're be? wrong. The answer oh, is Sheik. 47. 47 oh. women will be humbled by the Sheik in one day. Sheiky, I think you got screwed on this one. All right, All right number six. Where did the Iron Sheik lose his title to Hulk Hogan? The location, Sheiky. Madison's got to go to. Nice. Nope. Is that correct? That's a correct go. answer. See how he comes right well back. Well done. Well done, Sheiky. He comes right back That's after that. California yeah. beach bum. Hulk Hogan. Jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to break his leg, but take him back to Minnesota. But no, I respect Vince McMahon. I create Hulkamania. Without Adam Sheik, there's no Hulkamania. Right. There's no WrestleMania. Right. Adam Sheik creates that, brother. Preach, Sheiky. Preach. She's right. It's right. Question number seven, Mr. Jimmy Farrell. Okay, here we go. What? Um, uh, Sheik, again, I have to apologize in advance. This is just, this is just wrong. Okay, number seven. How much cocaine can the Iron Sheik snort in one sitting? You sick bastard. What kind of question is this? Go on, go on, Sheik. Thoughts? Everything in moderation, Baba. Everything in moderation. (laughs) That's a great answer. Matt? What's, what, is that a correct answer, Mr. Producer? It's right there. Oh! The answer is more than any human alive. More than any uh, human alive. I'm sorry, Sheiky. I'm filing my second protest on behalf of the Sheiky. That is the real bubble. That is the real. This is just unbelievable. Question question number eight. He's going to come in here and camel clutch me. What is your problem? All right, go ahead. What do we got? (laughs) (laughs) See what I'm saying? Question number eight. Okay, here we go. Who was the partner? Of the Iron Sheik when they won the tag team titles at WrestleMania 1. The Russian Nikolov. Uh, fuck his last name. Uh, Volkov, I'll help you. Volkov. We got a winner now? Yeah, well done, Sheiky. Yeah. Well done. You you both better be nice on that one after what you did All right. the previous question. This is the last one. It's the most important oh, one, Sheiky. The final Pharaoh question. Wait, Here we go. But I don't even know the answer. All right, fine. Here we go. Who came up with the word jabroni? What? I didn't see number one. The rock make the muck, the rock make jabroni mainstream. But right. Shiki, old school Shiki, yeah. he creates jabroni, and the rock respects Shiki. Yes, Papa. Respect yeah. Shiki Baby. Give credit to Shiki Baby. <laughs> well, Shiki, we want to thank you for playing. Um, Who's the hump now? I don't know where I got that what, from. I, Hello. With what a mess up. I want to thank you for playing and for playing and doing so well. Wait a minute, he the wins? show will be sending you he a special something? autograph from the star of the show, no, that's Jimmy not Farrow. That's not winning anything. We'll Come be back. right back. No, really, Brett, thank you for playing. That was so much fun. We'll be right back after this commercial break with star of the Young Rock, Brett Azar. Azar. I'll sign it when I'm drunk. You're ridiculous. Be right back.
And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. APB. In the mood for a freshly roasted cup of coffee? www.offtherailscoffeeroasters.com Elm Logistics, for all your logistic needs, call 631-299-3595. That's 631-299-3595. Elm Global Logistics, pride, performance, and partnerships. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Farrell, only seen here out of Indie Music TV from Ron Konkama, Long Island. And we're welcoming our special guest star of the Young Rock, Mr. Brett Azar. Brett, thanks for being such a great sport during that. We really enjoyed that. that. Thank you so much. (laughs) It was great. Did we catch catch you off guard? Wait a minute. You didn't give him a heads up? Is he terrible? How terrible is he, Sheiky? I mean, come on. Brett. I gotta uh, tell you, man, you are ja- you are jacked to the gills. Yeah. What's your training regimen like? Oh, god. Two hours weights, one hour cardio every day, oh. unless I feel tired. I... Now, a lot of bodybuilders they don't like they don't like to do cardio. How come you do cardio? Because I need the abs, Baba. <laughs> need the abs, Baba. Use Baba. <laughs> All right, here's a, I'm going to hit you with a tough one. We're going to hit you with a tough one, Brett. We are? Have you ever used steroids or HGH? Ooh, oh boy. Everything in moderation, Baba. <laughs> in moderation. Okay. I love it. Yeah, that's love honest. It. That's honest. What, what's, your, what's the diet like for the for the uh, shiki? Lamb, number one. <laughs> but, uh, it, but, but seriously, I eat, um, I eat mainly all meat and fish. And then vegetable. Okay. That's the Ed protein shakes. That's my main diet. And then uh, I'll do, you know how The Rock does his epic cheat meals? Right. I, I do the same kind of thing where uh, twice a week, maybe once or twice a week, I'll sit down, I'll have my normal meal, I'll have like 10 ounces of steak and two pounds of vegetables, but then I'll eat two pounds of fruit, two pizzas. Two pizzas? Wow. Oh, oh yeah. Oh boy! I'm actually set up. I'm set up to do it right now. <laughs> it's binge night yeah. for Shiki. It's binge. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm binging later. I'm gonna get some checkers. real <laughs> baba from the edge of the sea. So, so Brett, as as your your star begins to grow, um, how's that affecting your relationship with your better half? Oh, she's the most supportive woman I've ever met. Um, that's why I'm engaged to her. That's why I'm moving into a house with her. There you go. Her name's Linda. There you um, go. And, you know, she, the hardest thing that we went through was, was just me being away for so long in Australia during quarantine. Hmm. Um, but she handled that like a champ. And I couldn't ask for a better, a better uh, life partner. Um, 
I guess Shiki got sentimental on that one, but yeah, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Well, congrats on uh, fan. And now, well, well, I mean, come, no, but here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. We went to uh, uh, an autograph signing. By the way, I saw that you uh, had an M and J video game uh, commercial. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's correct. They are. I'm I'm going to be there on April second doing an autograph signing. Nice. So if anyone wants to come out there, awesome. I'll be at M and J video. Excellent. But uh, we were doing one. We were doing one of those in Albany, and. She uh, she's hot. She she was working it, and a lot of people thought that she was a diva, uh, WWE diva. And mm. uh, Virgil from NWA came up to us. He goes, "You guys aren't real wrestlers. Why are you not in the WWE?" And he was like, "Let me get Vince McMahon on the phone right now. You two need to be a uh, tag team." And I was like, "Okay, Virgil, you got it, man." <laughs> but he, he loves the sport. She loves wrestling too. She's a big fan, so she's she's taken on like my management role, which right. I guess is very WWE. Right. To have the hot chick the manager. Right. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, she's she's hundred percent. I, I, I it. don't I don't think Virgil was that far off. Uh, you know, uh, Miz and Maurice worked. Very, the Miz did fantastic with his wife on screen. Fantastic. Right. right. So Brett Russell Campbell out there wants to ask. Do you watch the product presently? Hmm. Yeah. Do I watch the show? Do yeah. I watch Young Rock? No, not, no, not, not the show. Are you Raw, really SmackDown, WWE wrestling, and AEW well, wrestling. Yeah, I, I do. I do. I mean, I saw it, it got pretty good with Roman Reigns lately. I'm a fan of his. Okay. Um, okay. It's just, it's tough with the COVID crap, like the audience being yeah. all cameras and. Yeah. It's hard, man. It makes the storyline so... Does it feel like Twilight like Zone for a guy who watched wrestling all those years back like you have, like we have? Doesn't it feel like the Twilight Zone when you're watching yeah, today's it, product? It, it's, it feels, you know, it feels like the... It's not the, the R-rated version we're used to. We're used to, you know, mm. the sex, drugs, swearing, and alcohol, and, uh, and, mm. and blood. Right. You know, I mean, I can't remember the last time I actually saw anyone's face bloodied. Mm. That's, I that. Did you get I mean, injured it, at it, all? Did you get injured at all during the filming of the show with the, with the wrestling scenes and stuff? Did you have I, any? I, 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 strained, I strained my bicep. I, uh, we were flipping out of the, out of the ring and I had to hang on to the, to the ropes as I jumped over the rope and jumped back in. So I, I strained a bicep. That was it. Um, okay. We had one guy who was playing Sergeant Slaughter. We were in rehearsals, and he went to to kick a guy in the chest, and the guy he kicked was wearing a loose shirt, and his foot got caught in the shirt, mm. and it actually pulled his hamstring, like uh, tore his hamstring. Oh! So the the rest of the time we had to modify the fights around what Sergeant Slaughter was doing. Right. But right. Uh, yeah, no one was really badly injured because it's, it is NBC. They want everyone to be safe, so they have crash pads everywhere if we're jumping around falling out of places um they made sure that the moves we did weren't you know too risky on the body just out they wanted of to make sure that we could actually go ahead go ahead just out of curiosity yeah, they just to make... out of curiosity I mean, Chavo, Chavo was... oh, i'm yeah. sorry go ahead bro chavo chavo was really on point he was amazing to make sure we were doing everything correctly and not you know, fucking someone up mm -hmm. accidentally. 
How was Chavo brought in? Did you ever find out how Chavo was brought in? Why did they select Chavo? And, you know, NBC obviously must have had a say in some of this. I'm curious. Chavo, um, you know the show Glow that was yep. on Netflix? Yeah. Chavo, Chavo was their wrestling coordinator as well, and he taught all those girls how to wrestle. And he, a lot of them had no act, um, athletic ability at all, and he turned them all into something that would read well on the camera. Mm. Um, so he got his props there, and then they brought him on for this show. Brett, fan he's, Maria. He's amazing. He, he is a legend. Uh, fan Ma- in his own right. Fan Maria Davis is asking, can you give her another ab shot, please? <laughs> oh, my God. What is this? Is this, uh, <laughs> what's that fan stuff? What, uh, f- is he showing f- his belly button right now? I can't of see course. anything. Of <laughs> Oh my god. Could you just share with the fans any uh, stories of uh, your encounters with both Dwayne Johnson and the legend Arnold Schwarzenegger? All right. Um, with Arnold, so that fight scene that we had in Terminator Genesis, I, uh, in the in the scene, we, re, we recreate that walk up to the three punks, and if he close to me now, and then an old Arnold shows up behind me, and he's, you won't be needing those. <laughs> and then I turn around, and we have this huge fight. So Arnold's fully dressed. I'm naked. And the wardrobe they gave me was a sock. I had a, a pantyhose. <laughs> Not tied down, nothing like G-string tight. It was a sock. Well, waving at the wind. Bingo. Not only waving the wind, I had to run at Arnold pretending to be shot by a shotgun, <laughs> oh, grapple with him, drop kick him, stand over him. Oy. That and, had to be, uh, that had to be fairly intense, the- that moment of standing over him, waving in the wind. Oh, boy. It was, it was the most <laughs> awkward situation I've ever been in, but I'll never be that embarrassed again in my life. And so now, when uh, when Arnold sees me, um, he goes, Brett, I don't recognize you. You're wearing too much clothing. <laughs> He's like, I don't know who you are. You're wearing too much clothing. So, why, why are you not um, waving in the wind? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, and, the, and in that case, the, uh, the director came up to me one day because we filmed this scene for a couple of weeks. And he goes, Brett, you know, a lot of us guys here, our wives hate being forced to come to filming days. And he turns around and all the wives are lined up. And he goes, but for some reason, they want to be here for this. And I was just like, that's not the wardrobe. But... <laughs> it's your lucky day. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It was fun. How about how about The Rock? Have, have, you, have you had any encounters with him, you know, considering the show? Yeah, I got to, I actually, I worked with him I was his stunt double for SNL. Okay. Uh, when he did SNL a couple of years ago, and I did, uh, I was randomly on set when he was filming Central Intelligence in uh, in Boston. Okay. And I was walking around, and he came up to me. He and his uh, cousin Tunaway, who is his stunt, uh, his main stunt guy, they approached me and they're like, "Oh, so you're the the other stunt guy?" And I was like, "Huh?" And I just knew a guy who was working, so he brought me on set. Yeah, I'm the other stunt guy. 
And apparently they had this special sunk guy who was supposed to do a split. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to him. But I got to sit with The Rock the whole time and, and talk about anything. Him and Kevin Hart and uh, his cousin Tanaway. And then they ended up throwing me into the movie anyway, just as like a, an agent that would pull the gun to The Rock's head. Um, so that was a cool moment. But then with, with filming, he was in uh, Atlanta the whole time we were filming in Australia because he was filming another movie. So he was on Zoom calls when we were doing the script. And uh, there was one one call where he got kind of emotional because it was, you know, these are his personal stories and they're all coming to life with us. And he was having that heartfelt moment because we were nailing it. And he was just saying how much he appreciated it and he got kind of like, he could sense the emotions coming on. Shake it, baby, love you. It's okay. Okay to cry, Baba. We all love you, Baba. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, Shiggy. We love you too, man. <laughs> that was a great moment. It's well known that, it, of course, in real life, that Andre the Giant and, and the Iron Sheik did not really get along so great. Any chance we'll see any of that uh, covered in the future episodes? If uh, one might want to give us a spoiler alert. <laughs> You'll just have to watch and see. I was hoping to get one out of I mean, Damn it. <laughs> professional, Baba. All right, so uh, we'll be right back of this commercial break, and we'll discuss with uh, Brett about some upcoming events. We'll be right back. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage. Ask for Jack. (laughs) Oh, what's up, Mike? Hey, Jamie, what's going on? Nothing much. You know, Jamie, I love this country. I love to buy Made in America material, and I love to buy my artwork at TAG, T-A-A-G, Made in America, 14 East Broadway, Port Jefferson, New York, 11717, the shop at the corner. You need a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto Excellence, Collision Specialist, 631 261 Six four two zero. That's six three one two six one six four two zero. Auto Excellence. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty and Afaro filmed out of Indie Music TV in Ron Conkham in New York. I want to give a shout out to podcast perched on the top rope. Um, with all the crap out there, this show is actually really good. We recommend that you listen and hear to the uh, listen to them and find them on your streaming sites. Brett, we got about two minutes. Pharaoh's uh, going to hit you with a couple of final, que- uh, one final question, and then we want to know where you where the fans can find you and any merchandise you might be selling. All righty, Brett. You first, first of all, Shiki oh, oh, baby, thank thank you for coming on. We appreciate. You are gracing us with your Iranian presence. (laughs) Iranian, 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 a merchant. Okay, final question before we get to uh, where where you're going to be, you know, in the near future. 
Where do you hope that this role will lead you to? Or is this, you know, having the Terminator role, having having uh, doing shows like Gotham, having uh, you know the chance to do the Iron Sheik? Is it is it basically the uh, the, the 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 fantasy slash action roles that you're after going down the road? It's it's the character role. Um, I love character acting. Um, so I see it as legitimizing my character acting abilities mm. and for future roles, that could be anything, but, um, yeah, it's, it's fun to play something that I'm not, and it's fun to, to have a real person to be based on. Um, yeah, it's, it's the ultimate form of flattery to bring someone else's life has this role been your most rewarding so far in your career doing the chic or do you have a, a personal favorite moment this this is definitely my besides the connection i had to arnold growing up and then actually becoming arnold and working with him mm. that was one of the most special things that could ever happen to me just because how arnold got me through the hardest time in my life sure and then but as far as the acting this is the role. Excellent. This Excellent. is everything. From the A to the Z, number one role. Brett, I want to thank you again for coming on. You want to fill the fans in on where they can find you in the near future? Appearances, etc.? Yes. Instagram on uh, Brett Azar on Instagram. I'll always have updates on where I am. Um, I'll be touring around April 2nd. I'll be at M&J Video Games. Um, I'll go up to Heroes Hideout in uh, Holyoke, Mass. Uh, the next day, I'll be back in Queens um, at Wrestle Wrestling Somebody's Universe. Game. Wrestling Universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on the fourth, um, and then in May fifteenth, I'll be at uh, Celeb Fest in Baltimore. Um, at May first, I'm going to go up to Lebanon, New Hampshire, to um, Oh, what is it? I should know these things by the heart. Sheik, the Sheik is going oh. to Lebanon? I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> that, confused. That's a little tricky. <laughs> that one's tricky. <laughs> it's, it's Arabian, Persian, it's all the same family. We all eat lamb and baklava. Lamb and baklava. All of it. Brett, I got to be 100% honest with you. I think you're going to be a huge star. Fans are loving you. I got to tell you personally... Um, you know, we just met this week over the internet, hmm. and I got to tell you, incredible personality, man. I think you're going to do fantastic, and uh, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you, Bob. Oh, wait, wait, for fans, if they want T-shirts, hmm. I make for you. Oh. Autograph T-shirt. Oh. You, there's, a, there's a link on my Instagram to a GoFundMe, or you can DM me on my Instagram, and we'll figure out Venmo, PayPal, whatever. Do you, I, I'm, I'm doing autograph t-shirts for everyone. Do you do cameos for your fans? I do. I'm on that too. Nice. And there's a, another one, celeb, celeb vids or something like that that I'll, I'll do too. Well, again, I want to remind you for participating in our show. Uh, a photo stop. of a signed photo of our own Jimmy Farrell will be sent to you. So please handle that with care. That'll be use, worth tons of money in the future. Use it as a coaster. What are you talking about? <laughs> stop it, Brett. I want to thank you again, and uh, 
Hopefully we'll talk to you soon and we'll see you at all those future events. Thank you. No, thank you. Number one, Baba. Number one. Thank you, Baba. Love you. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. All right, Jimmy. What do you think? <laughs> that was great. Did you enjoy it? He's got a great uh, sense of humor. What an incredible sense of humor, just... right? By the way, yeah, he's clearly had some stage track. God, he reminds me the way he speaks of the way Lanny Poffo speaks. Mm. He's got that kind of voice. That's a compliment, you know? He's yeah. Very well spoken. Very well spoken. That was great. Well, we've done it again. Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Uh, this is a top flight guy. He's going to do well. Yeah, he's already doing well. Um, upcoming events <laughs> yeah. for people out there. Next week we have independent manager Mr. Big will be oh. sitting on the couch. Big is a friend of the show. Oh, yeah. Um, and oh, then yeah. the next following week we've got the first MMA champion, heavyweight champion, <sighs> Mark the Hammer Coleman the in UFC, studio. The UFC point of origin. Wow. And then, uh, you know, then we have some of our regular shows, and I want to remind people that Money, Inc., Ted DiBiase, and IRS will be in studio. Two individual interviews, and then a final collective interview. Get together. Um, so nice. what did you learn most about Brett? Quite a bit. Uh, I, 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 was, I think it's awesome that he was already a wrestling fan. Before right. he got the role, right? You know, he was a- able to really appreciate it, you know, and and ease into it pretty much seamlessly, you know. Um, I think it's great that he's got a good woman. It's very important to have somebody. Who I ap- you. I agree. Very important, and he really has the. He seems to have his head, you know, screwed on straight. And he's a very smart guy. He's going to do well in this business. Obviously, he's doing well. So, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. I love playing the game, too, by the way. Did you enjoy it? I hope he had as much fun with with us as we did with him. Oh, absolutely. that was a lot of fun doing that. And, Matt, good job producing that game. Thank you very much. You're you're a little rough on the buzzer, though, Matt. I don't know, man. I feel like we kind of screwed Sheiky. I'm I'm really not, you know, that was rough. Maria Davis, thank you for the compliment. Great show, Monty and Farrah. You both great. Thank you so much. Uh, And and we promise we will not show you our abdomens. Oh, you don't want to see our abs. If you haven't eaten yet tonight, you probably won't. Maria (laughs) Maria Davis would throw up in her mouth if I showed my abs. We want to keep her a fan. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Real quick, I know we're running a little long. I just wanted to cover a couple of things real quick. Yeah, one, Molly Holly getting put into the WWE Hall of Fame. Thoughts on Molly Holly? Okay. I'm not doing backflips for it, but... She, Is it deserved? I I don't know if I'm, I'm even qualified for this one. I, uh, she, was, uh, she was... I'll tell you what. On a wrestling level? In ring? Oh, my God. She was way better than most of the uh, cardboard cutouts around here at the time who were really over. Right. So her work rate was fantastic. Yeah, why not? I mean, they've put others in that, in my opinion, probably did a lot less physically for the business than she did. So, okay, I guess I'll go with it. And your thoughts you know? on the AEW explosion match before we go out? I, I have to. I, we didn't talk about it, so I just want to know real quick. Give me a two-minute synopsis of what you think. What an absolute bumblefuck that was. That was ridiculous. That was terrible. I mean, don't they test these things before they... You know, can't you explode a few before, you know, you, you go on air and you see duds and stuff like that? I just, uh, it's, it was bad. By the way, Modern Day Warrior says, is Molly named after ecstasy? I don't know. Like Molly? Like, gonna have a Molly? Oh, okay. Well, anyway, with AEW, with AEW you just have to figure out that, you know what? 
Can't play the big time. Hey, doesn't matter how much money. What about the big giant surprise? There's a big, big, big name coming. Well, so last week, last week, last week, I think I announced that it was going to be AJ Lee. Right. Um, That would have been more exciting. But that would have meant again. We got we got Christian. Yeah. Wow. See this. Before we send out, I just want to recognize Patrick Rowe, who during the interview sent us a super chat that Sean is a fruit. Sean is a fruit? Yeah, that was a fun one. I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway, send us out. You've been watching Monty and the Pharaoh. And until next time, later.